Hello, welcome to Talking in Vain, a podcast of the Infusion Nurses Society. I'm Dawn Berent, the Infusion Nurse Educator for the INS. First, I want to say thank you to Marlene Steinheiser and Sue Weaver for being my guests today. Marlene Steinheiser is the Director of Nursing for INS, and Sue Weaver sits on the INS National Council on Education. I'm going to ask each of you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your work. Marlene, let's start with you. Okay, thanks, Dawn, and thank you for having me on today. Um, let's see, I've been a CRNI since 1991, and my career has spanned into a variety of areas. Um, a long time ago, I worked in acute care, um, then home infusion and home care. Long-term care pharmacy was part of my background, regulatory legal, and also education in pre-licensure, BSN, and ADN programs. I now currently work um, with the INS education team and NCOE to develop our webinars and podcasts like this. I function as the lead nurse planner for the uh, ANCC, which is the American Nursing Credentialing Center, which accredits our um, continuing education material. Okay, very good. Thank you. Sue, let's have you tell a little bit about yourself and your work. Okay, thank you, Dawn, and I'm so excited to be on a podcast. I'm a big podcast fan, and this is my first one to be speaking on. So my background, I have background in, as a critical care nurse, evening administrative supervisor, and nurse educator. I became active with the Infusion Nurses Society when I was a nurse educator. I had to teach the IV course. And when I was teaching the courses, I thought, well, what makes me credible to teach this course? So I started studying for the CRNI exam, took the CRNI exam and passed it, attended my first fall academy, and was so delighted to be a member of INS. I also worked with the nurses at my hospital to incorporate the INS standards into our policy and procedures. And then a short time later, the IV team sat for the CRNI exam and passed. So I am grateful to the INS. That's why I became involved with the National Council on Education. So since that time, I obtained my PhD in nursing and now I am currently a nurse scientist at Hackensack Meridian Health in the AMA Center and also at the New Jersey Collaborating Center for Nursing. My program of research is on the nursing workforce, particularly the administrative supervisor role. And I just want to share with you another role I have. I was the team lead of New Jersey State Nurses Healthy Nurse Healthy New Jersey. And I am happy to bring what I learned from my work with the American Nurses Association and New Jersey State Nurses Association, Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation, to the INS annual meeting. Thank you, Sue. So both Sue and Marlene have such rich backgrounds in the world of infusion nursing, and so you can see why they um, contribute the way that they do for the Infusion Nurses Society. Today we're going to talk about the INS 2019 virtual program that's recorded live at our annual conference on May 21st. The conference actually starts on Saturday, May 18th, and that day begins with our keynote speaker, Nancy Freitas. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to her podcast with INS that aired February 20th, 
you really should go back and take a listen to that. She tells her family story, the, the, a little preview of what we're going to hear at the conference, about their story with ALS. Um, so go ahead and give that a listen as well. The virtual program is titled Strong Nurse, Strong Practice. We have a great lineup of speakers and topics for this program, which include championing workplace civility, compassion fatigue and burnout, substance use disorder in nursing, the healthy infusion nurse, and healthy nurse, healthy nation. So planning for these sessions started back in June 2018 when we began to design the educational activities for the upcoming year. Marlene, please tell us how the National Council on Education, or NCOE as we go forward in our discussion today, how NCOE planned this educational lineup, and what was the thought process and the discussions that formed this work? Sure, Don. Um, yes, as, as you mentioned, we started this process back in June of last year, and uh, we, we have our annual meeting um, once a year with NCOE as we look forward to planning our next year's program of topics. And as we got together and were discussing, Sue um, was instrumental in sharing with us the work that she did with New Jersey and the American Nurse Association with the Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation Initiative. And we decided um, uh, as an organization, INS, to join as a partner in the Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation Initiative. So we are considered a connector with ANA's um, initiative. So um, the ANA's initiative is to um, increase the personal wellness of nurses across the United States. And as a connector, we're looking to do that within our organization. So we're responding to not only our membership's request for topics that are included in our virtual day, but also the reported statistics that the health of our nation's nurses is in need of attention, since our health is very critical to those that we care for. So we wanted to give this time to our attendees to take this learning opportunity and reflect and care for themselves. So this virtual day we're really excited about because we're able to do that with these sessions. And it's providing a track of sessions that's dedicated um, to the current challenges that we face in nursing and our own, you know, personal health and strength as a profession. And thus, we titled it Strong Nurses, Strong Practice. Thank you. Now, Sue, I remember very specifically the passion that you brought to the table regarding civility in nursing. Tell us why this topic was so important to you and why you felt that we might focus on this during the virtual program. You're right, Dawn. I was and still am passionate about having more civility in nursing, especially because it's so important for our work environment. And even though we enter nursing to help others, many times as nurses, we're not helpful to each other. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting that we're going to have this great speaker, Arna Roberts, who's a flight nurse, and she's going to come and talk to us about horizontal violence and the different types, such as uh, verbal aggressions, such as demeaning comments, and nonverbal, such as rolling your eyes, walking away, and ignoring. Mm -hmm. But she's not just going to describe it. She's also going to tell us how to reach civility using the DESC model, which comes from Team Steps and ARCs, 
And also she's going to discuss and demonstrate how to have those difficult conversations. Arna has worked with leading nurse researchers on horizontal violence and really is passionate about developing and rehearsing good communication skills. Mm. So I am delighted that the we're having this at the annual meeting because I believe we need to end the silence and talk about incivility and how to incorporate more of civility into our practice environment. Thank you, Sue. It's, this is going to be a great topic, a great discussion. And I know that we're going to work ways um, with ways to involve our attendee participation and give us some tools and things to take home. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. Now, Marlene, you are speaking for one of our sessions, and I want you to tell us about that educational activity and tell us why you're presenting on this particular topic. So I don't know if you're able to tell my enthusiasm through the phone um, during this podcast, but as soon as you started introducing this segment, I was smiling, and I'm very excited to present this topic with our attendees and share what I've learned about compassion fatigue and burnout. Through my career, I spent some time, about seven years, working with nurses in skilled nursing facilities or nursing homes, educating them on infusion therapy. And while I was doing this, I was was witnessing a lot of their daily work challenges and how that was impacting them. And I went back um, to school for my PhD and really became passionate about understanding compassion fatigue and had a feeling that there was maybe a difference within this group of nurses, this this population of nurses that worked in skilled nursing facilities. And, you know, just really wanted to take a look at what I was witnessing and validate maybe some of what I was witnessing or learn more about it. So when I went back for my PhD, I focused my program of study on learning and describing compassion fatigue amongst registered nurses working in skilled nursing facilities. So our topic is compassion fatigue and burnout. And I'm going to share parts of what I learned in through the research that I conducted over the last couple of years, and I'm going to share that with our attendees. I'll be joined by a very well-respected oncology nurse, Deb Boyle, who also shares in the passion that I have for educating nurses about compassion fatigue and burnout. So she'll be joining me as well, so we'll have her perspective and also her years of experience working with various interventions that we'll discuss during our presentation. So I'm really excited about this session because I feel as if this is something that um, not only has been a passion of mine witnessing the challenges of nursing and nurses in certain populations, but also documented in the literature that compassion fatigue and burnout not only affects our nurses, but affects us as, as infusion nurses. It affects the patients that we care for. It affects the organizations that we work for, and it also affects our families. So I'm really excited to have this session as a part of our virtual day. Yes, and we really appreciate the fact that you're going to share this with us. Um, We're going to bring more meaning. We're going to be able to discern the difference between fatigue and burnout and have some tools to take with us too. So Sue, let's flip back to you. You introduced INS-NCOE members and leaders to a program called Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation. Now, Marlene stole a little bit of the thunder earlier in 
um, the discussion <laughs> of what the virtual program is, but that's okay because I know you've got more to tell us. Tell us about the program and what our learners who attend and either virtually or in person might expect from attending this session on this topic. Well, I'm most excited about this session, um, Healthy Infusion Nurse, Healthy Nation. And I just want to give our listeners some background. Um, Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation started after the American Nurses Association did a health risk appraisal from 2013 to 16, and that involved 11,000 nurses of the 4 million nurses in our nation. And Mm. what they found in that health risk appraisal was that the health of America's nurses is worse than the average American. Oh, no. Nurses in the U.S., yes, nurses in the U.S. are overweight, do not get enough sleep, do not eat the recommended daily amounts of fruits and vegetables, and have high workplace stress. And then because of these shocking results, ANA created Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation. And Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation, the belief is to increase nurses' health, safety, and wellness. And that will have an impact on our patients' outcomes, quality of care, and also nurse satisfaction and quality of life. So uh, I'm excited for everyone to join in this session. I encourage you right now to sign into Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation. You don't have to be a member of ANA. Anybody can join Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation and look at the vast information on there. They have five indicators of wellness, rest, nutrition, physical activity, quality of life and safety, and so many challenges, fun activities, blogs. There is so much information on that website. You can sign up for a challenge. There's one going on now about sleep, and I get texts every day reminding me of what I can do to improve my sleep. And then they also have prizes and contests. But at this session, we're very fortunate to have the lead representative of Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation from the American Nurses Association do this presentation, and her name is Holly Carpenter. So please go on Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation website in advance of this presentation and join us for this presentation to hear very insightful information from Holly Carpenter. Thank you, Sue. It is astounding when we begin to measure up the cost of caring and the impact that it has on our person. And having you describe the wellness, the the state of wellness of nurses is less than the American population. Um, is yes, disturbing, it is, it distressing, is shocking. So yes, small steps. Small steps. Um, I, I noticed that some of the things that we can sign up for are just taking a small step in a direction toward our own health, and it's easy to do, and yet there's there's great benefit. So it's going to be great for us when we come together collectively and discuss this, and in visit over how we might continue to to take a look at this and and change how we live. 
Okay, Marlene, let's flip back to you again. Um, we are also addressing substance use disorder in nursing, and this is a really challenging topic. Let's talk about how this fits into this educational program and why this also is an important topic to address. Sure, Don. Um, substance use disorder is a, is a very complex issue, and it really has serious implications for, the, for nurses, um, and it affects not only patients' organizations, but those um, who are in the personal lives of those nurses who are affected by this disorder. I don't know if you've ever listened to any boards of nursing, and you know those are public um, meetings that those that, that our various state boards have. And and I have listened to various boards, and and it's astounding how many nurses sadly have been affected by this uh, by substance abuse um, or substance use disorder. And we can't really afford to lose any more nurses from our profession. And, you know, we're talking about caring for one another, and, and this is part of it, by recognizing this issue and really trying to help identify someone, a colleague who may be in need. Not only is that act, acting ethically, but that's our responsibility mm-hmm. to our profession and to each other. Mm-hmm. So these nurses may not know where to turn for help or, or are not identified, and it's something that we can do for our, for our profession and for our colleagues. So I'm really looking forward to um, listening to our speaker discuss this, learning more about the physical, mental, and emotional um, health of nurses and how that's vital to um, the ability for us to care for, for others. Mm-hmm. So understanding substance use disorder amongst colleagues is one, one of the, the many areas that we could um, learn more about, and yes. this session will help us do that. Yes. All right, Sue, flipping back over to you again. We've taken turns here. Um, You've been working on a session entitled It's Time for You, the Healthy Infusion Nurse. Now, this session has a slightly different approach to wellness. Um, We we just got done talking about Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation, Um, but this one has, has a slightly different tact, a slightly different approach, although certainly addressing some of the same topic. Tell us a bit about that session, if you will. So I remember talking with the NCOE team about this session. Everyone was passionate about, we'll provide the information about Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation, but we really need to allow our members or help our members to learn to take time to take care of yourself to be a healthier infusion nurse. And we thought we would have speakers come and present strategies and help us practice on interventions on how we can take time for ourselves to become healthier and to take better care of ourselves. So at this session, I have two experts from Integrative Health and Medicine who are going to talk about the power of gratitude, meditation, grounding, mindfulness, and breathing. Mm. And they will give us some really simple techniques that we can squeeze into our day. They've tried, I've worked with them where they had nurses do the breathing exercises when they were washing their hands. So there was no additional time needed in their day But by washing your hands and doing this breathing exercise, it helps 
with mindfulness and being in the moment after you finish washing your hands with the patient you're going to be taking care of. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to give any more of the secrets that are going to come out <laughs> at this session to encourage you to participate, but I will tell you once again, go on Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation and put in the search bar tapping, T-A-P-P-I-N-G. And that's something there's instructions on that website on how you can relieve stress and anxiety by doing tapping on yourself. So look forward to seeing and having everybody participate in these great sessions. Thanks, Sue. I can't wait to get done talking with you so that I can go and see what this tapping is about. Um, Certainly for my benefit (laughs) and my family's, I hope it's not tap dancing, but (laughs) we won't go there. (laughs) Okay, Marlene, let's have you wrap us up today. I want you to tell us uh, why, again, you're so enthusiastic about this virtual program this year. This program is really setting the stage in a new and different way for our attendees that you're going to notice throughout the conference. So Marlene, tell us a little bit about what we're going to see and experience at the conference that may be different from other conferences you've attended for INS. Well, I I am very excited because we really want to um, integrate everything that we're talking about in this this virtual program throughout the sessions and throughout the time that you're with us at the conference. And so, again, just like Sue, I'm not going to give away all the secrets, um, but I will tell you that there's going to be ways that we're going to work on, on helping you take care of yourself. And it's one of the things that I think, you know, as Sue mentioned, you know, we have a lot of stress in our in our jobs, a lot of, you know, anxiety comes out of that, you know, worry. I mean, I'm going to share some of my study findings that validate some of the things that you might be feeling day to day. And these things can lead to things like, you know, in some nurses, substance use disorder or, um, you know, unhealthy eating habits or not being able to sleep well. And we really need to be accountable to one another and help one another stay accountable to being healthy. And so I'm excited because we're going to integrate that through the conference and provide little tips and ways that you can do that and demonstrate that throughout um, the time that you're with us. So um, when you check in and register, take a look to see what we have for you to help you take care of yourself. You know, we hear that that old um, that old adage, you know, when the oxygen mask comes down in the airplane, who does it go on first? You put it on yourself and then you help another. How often we don't put the oxygen on ourselves first. So this, you know, whole conference is going to be centered around you as the attendee, as the nurse, and it's time for us to help you take care of yourself. So we're very excited about this this whole conference, and I can't wait for May. Thank you so much. So this concludes this session of Talking in Vain, a podcast of the Infusion Nurses Society. I want to thank again my guests, Marlene Steinheiser and Sue Weaver. We are really excited about INS 2019 in Baltimore, the entire conference, as well as the virtual program. We are happy to provide this portion of the conference to those who are not attending in person, and we really encourage you to join in virtually with us, ask questions, and join the discussion. This concludes this episode of Talking in Vain.